Expressions, which is a series of podcasts discussing authenticity and sponsored by ARCA Leadership. And today my special guest is Gertie Furberwood. And Gertie um, is domiciled in Austria and has a business called Dare Greatly Coaching. And what that's about, she coaches more of a life coach, executive coach, but primarily a self-leadership coach. So it doesn't matter who you are, gets uh, has some value in, in working with Gertie. And Gertie helps people connect with their inner self. And she does that through the quiet expanse of nature. And Gertie is a very good guide and takes people up into the mountains, uh, hiking, skiing, you name it, she'll take you there and help you get in touch with yourself. So welcome, Gertie. And tell me, like, given you're the person I would look look towards to uh, take me back to nature, um, I'm, I'm not a great skier, so I don't think you'd be doing that. Snowboarding, probably not, but what's the other one? Wearing snowshoes and hiking, I love that. So anyway, at some point, I'm sure that's going to happen when I get to the cold parts of Europe. Ori Austria, where you are at the moment. Yeah. Um, so tell me, in the work you do, what, what's the prime function of helping leaders with what you do? Well, first of all, Ross, thank you for having me. Um, and uh, yeah, I look forward to bringing you into the mantis with me. Uh, the prime function of uh, what I do and why I do it is to help people reconnect with themselves, to help leaders especially yep. reconnect with themselves. And leaders can be at any level of, or any position really in society, because we often think of leaders as business leaders or political leaders, yeah. but you know, anybody who inspires um, somebody else is basically a leader. So you can be a dad or a mom and inspire your kids. That's right. Man. And, and at the end of the day, it's an individual because you need to lead yourself. So at the start, yeah. Yeah, um, that's where it starts. All good exactly. leaders lead themselves well. If they can't, yeah. they can't lead others. Uh, exactly. So it's, it starts with self-leadership, and that's mm. basically um, where I bring people back to. Yeah. Because when, um, when you're, especially when you're in a career, and especially when you rise up in that career on the corporate ladder, as people say, it's very easy to get caught up in that and at some point lose the connection with who you truly are. And even if you've maintained that connection, it can be really good to step back every now and again from your career and, all, and literally from the environment there where you find yourself daily and go out into nature, find a, an environment that is completely different from where you usually spend your time yeah, yeah. and reflect on life. Now, I live in Austria. I'm Dutch, but I live in Austria because I wanted to live among mountains. And the beauty of moving through mountains is that it goes up and down, <laughs> much like life. Much like life, that's right. Yeah, exactly. So um, what I, I always draw the comparison of life, regular life, is sort of like it takes place in the valley. And when you are in the valley, it's very hard to see uh, a long way ahead. So when you go up, you literally get a change of perspective and you can sort of look down on life and see oh, yeah. what is important, what is less important. You get to a mountaintop and you can once again see where you're going. 
É, né? é, é. É. I actually understand that because a couple of my friends have done different things. One of my friends written a, 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 a book, I can't remember, I think it's Helicopter Management. And, and I often talk about that when I'm coaching is just but think of yourself, put yourself on the ceiling and look yeah. down at your office or look down at yourself working. Exactly. Uh, and, and so you've got to do that. But when you get in the mountain, to me, it, it does that naturally. Exactly. And you can be in an aeroplane, but it's too far away. It's like, but, yeah. but you're close enough in a mountain, but it just does it naturally. Exactly. And I think and that's where the value is. Yeah. yeah. And when you're, even when you're not, you don't have to be at the top of a mountain, you know, sometimes tops are really hard to get to. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and it'll be very hard. Right? It'll be very hard for you to get me there. I can tell you. <laughs> well, <laughs> That'd be one you of your life challenges. Try. One of your life challenges, <laughs> which I suspect. <laughs> you might be surprised because yeah, I true. mountain summits that are like, I'm never going to get there, and they got there anyway. Yeah. But you don't have to be on a summit to be able to look down at yeah, the, understand. Uh, yeah. on the valley floor and see what's happening there. So you don't have to be high up figuratively to be able to look at your life and and see it in a different perspective mm. and and, and yeah. start seeing where you're putting the emphasis and if these yeah. things are the right things now let me bring that back to self-leadership um what i strongly believe is that you cannot be connected with yourself if you're not also connected with nature yeah i i, I agree with that yep yeah and there's Very something true. about uh walking man or, or humankind was designed to walk and when you walk especially when you walk for a couple of days it's almost like your body memory your muscle memory mm. kicks in and you feel like oh that's right i'm doing something that i'm naturally supposed to be doing mm. and once that kicks in which is usually about two three days in not only that kicks in also that part of your brain that's like sort of like the hard drive of your uh, computer Yeah. That the working partition it gets cleaned off it gets erased almost and you can start thinking about the things that are truly important to you and that's where the link with authenticity comes in because when yeah. we start thinking about the things that are truly important to us we start thinking about okay what are my core values and i'm live am i living in alignment with that and when you're yeah. living in alignment with that you can You know, you take that back into everything you do in life and you, it, when you're a parent or a friend, but also in your career and, and in the work that you do. Mm. Yeah, and it's because it, it does give you such, uh, to me, more quality time to reflect. And it's that reflection and it's the quality of the reflection. It's not a quick two second reflect in the office where you can convince your head can convince your heart that you're doing okay, you're fine. You're doing exactly. what you need to be doing. But as you get into nature, I think your, your, your head disappears a bit. And your heart takes over because you're connecting, to me, you're connecting your soul with the, nat the soul of nature because you are nature. At the end exactly. of the day, you are nature. Exactly. And, and, and that's a far more, provides far more clarity, I would think, in people. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. And it's, it's like... Somehow, when I, I always talk about this because I find it incredibly fascinating when you start thinking about it, about how we as humans are built chemically and, and yeah. you know, physically, 
when you take it down to the smallest particle, like an atom or a, a neutron or an electron, that's the same particle that a rock is made of, or a chamois or a bird, right. whatever. Everything is made out of that same small particle. It's just the yeah. way that they are connected to each other and yeah. how many of each part is in there. That's right. It's just all energy. It's all energy. It's the all same energy. energy. Yeah. Exactly. And that is that can be very hard to be aware of when you are just moving through life. Yeah. Because everybody in regular life is moving at what I call city pace. Mm. All have a calendar that is, you know, filled to the hilt. Well, right now, maybe less so because we're in the middle of COVID, but normally, mm. and we all have places to be. And when I take people into the mountains with me, that's always the pace that they start moving at. It's as, as if they have to catch a tube or something. Yeah. And that works as long as you're going on a flat stretch of trail. But as soon as you start going up, that doesn't work yeah, anymore. You tend to slow down. I can understand that. Yes, I can definitely down. understand that. And if you don't, the mountains will force you to. And it's very yeah. funny, you know, and it's always interesting and almost funny to notice that. And I must confess, when I start, on my hike i very conscious i go slower than i normally go but still i can you know especially when we have to start moving up immediately i also have to find my rhythm i find yeah. it sooner yeah. than the people that aren't used to it but i too have to consciously slow down and and think okay i have to do this for the next four hours or something before mm. i hit flat stretch and before or before i get to the mountain in where we'll be, where we will be spending the night yeah yeah so it's a really, you have to consciously slow down until your body remembers that, oh, that's right, we are going to walk for a long time. Just yes. slow down. Yeah. You don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a wonderful feeling. I remember my first time going on a mountain hike and it was almost like my body and my spirit said, oh my God, thank God she's finally taking us someplace where we are supposed to be. Yeah. It felt like coming home, and and it would because as I said, we're we're part of nature. It's just exactly. it just in 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 city life we remove ourselves from nature, yeah, and therefore we don't connect, and nope. we we're just connecting with our headspace rather than our souls connecting with the, the the soul of nature. And I think it and it's those times that, as you said before, help provide you to get in touch with your core values because you start to feel the real you. Yep. Um, and once you do that, that that enables you, once you become in touch with it, it makes it easier then to stay in touch with it once you start to see the value in it. And that provides that authenticity in exactly. in self uh, and, and in leadership and in life. Exactly. Exactly. And when you... We do this exercise. <clears throat> I do this exercise with my clients where, you know, there's this, the physical backpack that you hopefully packed in such a way that it sort of sits comfortably on your back. But there's also the mental backpack that we always mm. bring in. And, yeah. there's, you know, and that's filled with everything that causes you stress. And once you've reconnected with your core values and the things that are truly important to you, you can start looking at those things and start throwing things out of your yeah. mental backpack. Say, yeah. I'm not carrying that anymore. And that's 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 not that actually that's, that's not that important. No, like, exactly. Why was it worrying me yesterday when I was at work? But really, it's not that important. Let, no, and letting it no. go. Yeah. 
And it's what roles are you playing? What expectations are put yeah. upon you? What expectations do you put on yourself? What beliefs do you have around mm -hmm. the roles and everything else? So when you start looking at that from the perspective, what is truly important to me? What are my core values? It's much easier to recon, sort of redirect your focus and say, okay, those are the things that are determining how I want to live my life. Yeah. Those are the things that I want to lead with when it comes to my leadership in as a parent, as a friend, as a uh, business person, as a colleague, you know, all the, all yeah, the areas, sorry. all the roles yeah. that you play. And that's when I think, okay, when you know what those things are, what your core values are, and you know to incorporate them in every area of your life, then you become an authentic leader. And for me, that was all motivated by, um, or it came into sh really sharp focus for me yeah. when I uh, read a book called, by Bronnie Ware. I don't know if you've heard of Bronnie Ware. I have, but I... Uh, she wrote a book that's called... Um, the the name. Yeah. Of the Dying. Uh, okay. I, I can't recall the book, but I do know the name. Yeah, yeah and the, 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 she was a... Um, well, now I have to say a really difficult English word. Palliative nurse. So she... She um, provided care for people who were dying. Yeah, palliative nurse. Asked, yeah. yeah. And she yeah. asked people about um, what their regrets were for, you know, as they look back yeah. on their life. Yeah. And the number one regret always was, I wish I had lived my own life instead of somebody else's. Yeah, yeah. that's powerful. That's really, that's, yeah, that's really yeah. powerful when you think about it. It so is. Nobody's going to lie on their deathbed and think, uh, you know, I, I wish I had worked harder or I had worked, worked mm. spent more, more time at the office. Mm. So, um, and for me, that's the, reading that and, you know, going through my own process, that was the, um, those two things were the instigators to say, okay, what is it that I'm doing in my life? And do I want to live that way yeah, or do yeah. I want to do it differently? And I yeah. decided... I want to do it differently. I spent 20 years in corporate. That's not how I want to spend my life, seeing that nature is one of my most important uh, values. So I want to be in nature. I want to spend as much time as possible in nature. And I want to help people find the connection to themselves and to nature the way I found mine. And how they incorporated that, yep. that in their life, that is their thing. Yep. They have to find their own way, but I can help them get there. Yeah, yeah. So that there again. So you're living your passion now. Yeah. You're living, yeah. you, living a life that's most beneficial to you, at the same time where you can actually help people, help them make their life more beneficial to themselves. Yeah. And I was just thinking as you're talking there, when you're saying about three or four days. <laughs> I'm sure by the second day or third day, man, you'd be really getting in touch with yourself because there's not, not a lot of other thought. Because the more, because I do a lot of running, and I, but not that I go that far. But it, it's funny how over the period, and your body gets into working as an engine, yep. that all the other stuff just gets jettisoned. It's like yep. a boat that's got too much cargo. I got to jettison it in a storm, right? Yep. Because your your body can't keep. It needs the energy to keep going forward mm -hmm. and just thinking about negative things and all the stuff that's going on in your mind 
takes energy and it can't do it. So it just gets rid of it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So your whole focus is on just moving forward. Yeah. Exactly. And there's something meditative about running. I, I used to run for a while, but I found it was, uh, wasn't very good for my knees. So I stopped yep. doing it. But it does have, a, there are similarities. You know, you get, there's this, uh, I think it's called the runner's high. Mm. You know, where you start missing it when you don't do it uh, for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. I understand with that. Yeah, and especially when you're on longer hikes, you start, you, your body gets used to this movement. So you start missing it like, yeah. like the runner's high. And it's sort of meditative. You know, you just, I find especially on the more challenging bits, I'm, I'm a step counter which it, on the one hand is really annoying, but there's also sort of, it's like, <laughs> I find myself, I, all of a sudden I, be, I became aware of the fact that I was counting to 50 and then starting over again, you know, every step I was counting. But it's, it is like counting your breath when you're meditating. Yeah. Some yeah. people do that. And it's really nice to have this rhythm where you slowly just move and, and you become aware of what's happening around you and you start using all your senses again. And you know, every now and, now and again, an idea pops into your head. Or and that's, that's right. Because uh, you, 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 well, in fact, you're counting, you, your focus is going on to one particular thing that's not really stressful. No. It, it, it's in time with, with your engine, your body engines. It's all exactly. in time. So I can understand that. Yeah. And you're right. Ideas pop into your head. It, there's no doubt about that because it's now, it's now vacant. It's an empty vessel in in a way. It's all everything's held in storage, out of mind, out of it's sight. A, so yeah. things pop it's in that, to fill the vacuum. But, it's a, yeah, it's that bit of the working drive. You know how your computer every now and again gets uh, slow, and you're like, okay, what's happening in the background? And you start yeah. looking at the working part at that working partition of your drive, and you're like, oh yeah. my god, so much rubbish in there. I have to yeah. clean that up. That's right. When yeah. you clean it up, all of a sudden your computer starts running again. And it's yeah. and you know it, the speed goes back up. That's sort of what happens with that working part of your brain as well. When yeah. you get to yeah. the end of day two, start of day three, that part of your brain has been cleared. Everything that's causing you stress has literally been left down in the valley or, or along the yeah. trails yeah. behind you somewhere. There's no connection to the internet. You cannot use your mobile phone. Mm. So there's no point in looking at that screen. The only thing you can do really is walk from one mountain into the next, <laughs> you know, and enjoy the countryside. That enjoy, you're and just and enjoy, yeah, just enjoy being part of the nature of nature. Of nature, yeah. and 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 the yeah. nice thing is, you know, every now and again have a conversation that goes beyond the superficial. Yeah, because you can't. We don't talk all day long, you know. That's 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 a waste of the space that you're in really the mm. environment that you're in you know enjoy the magnificence of the mountains and, and that's yeah, that's why you don't when you're meditating you don't have a deeper meaningful conversation with someone else exactly. it, it, it's just being with yourself you don't have to talk to you and you can talk to yourself yeah in, you in a way do. yeah you are right probably but it's just you don't have to talk to anyone else because you're engaging with yourself yeah and and i often have that with when coaching executives uh, they can't all just traipse off to the mountains, particularly here in Singapore where I live. There's no traipsing off to the mountains here. No, that's true. But, 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 but they can still create their own little mountain, you know, yeah. at the end of the day and just yeah. really have a spot where they can actually unwind and reflect 
as as best they can do, even if it's a picture of a mountain, something that relaxes them, takes them into a different space. Exactly. Um, and and at least you try you get, get getting in touch with yourself, and the more you do that, the more you start to be part of yourself and live yourself. In other words, live what live outwardly from within. Yes. Not the other way around. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, I live in the mountains and it's my passion to go into the mountains and to bring people mm. into those mountains, not just to help them reconnect with themselves, but yep. also to show them the beauty and the importance of nature. But I also realize not everybody has a mountain at their front door. So, you know, if you've got a garden or a balcony hey. with potted plants or you've hey. got park nearby you know even if it's just a tree i know there's i can't remember now where it was but i think it was in australia or new zealand where every tree in a city has given has been given its own number and is an um and, and a um an address a web an ip address okay yeah. so people can log in and see how a tree is doing yeah. because that's what the park service or whoever it mm. is that maintains the greenery in that particular city and people can send messages messages to the tree so uh, what happened what started happening was that people got really invested in the tree that was right outside their front mm. door for example mm. you know and, and started sending sending emails to those trees and because of that people got much more aware of all the greenery that was in their city yeah, yeah. just just getting in touch with nature Exactly. I mean, you're getting in touch with nature, you're getting in touch with yourself, your inner self. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and on that note, Gertie, it's, uh, we, we've got to the time where we need, <laughs> we need yeah. to uh, finish our interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. um, so look, thanks for being on today. And uh, we might do that again, do it again another time, continue yeah, our right. conversation. Uh, I'm, I'm sure to be, be a lot of food for thought uh, after post you taking me on a three-day hike. There's probably a lot to talk about if I'm capable of talking. Um, but, yeah, look, it's, uh, it's a pleasure having you on today. And thank you to everyone who's listened and joined in to our podcast. And see you next time. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thanks, Gertie.